Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everybody, what's the crack? You're listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. With me, Ross Brown, and her, Lorraine Murphy. It's very smooth, isn't it? The new way to introduce the podcast. This is our I fifth a, attempt at an intro. I think I need an actual script. I'm okay. I'm, for, I'm not. And then when I give you a script, you're like, I don't need scripts. I don't work like that. I can't. I can't read a script. No, not a script, but like just like an <laughs> intro blurb, like so that I can at least, if I find myself running out of words, I can look down and go, Oh yeah, that's what she wants me to say. Where, any crack? Uh, no crack. Do you know what I'm after getting really into? Go on. Is Selling gin. Sunset. I know, we know about the gin already. <laughs> That's a daily occurrence. Selling Sunset, man. Selling Sunset. Obsessed. Is fucking class. I love it so much. So I've been saving. I know the, the latest series came out before Christmas. Okay. And I've been saving it. And I'm just binging on it now. And it is How many just... episodes in a series? 10? 15? Mm, I'd say it's about 10, actually. I'm not sure. Yeah. Not sure. I'm obsessed. I want to move to LA. Oh, listen. It's got everything I want in a TV show. It's got houses, mm-hmm. sa- savage houses in the Millens, right? Amazing, infinity pools, all that kind of jazz. So it's got loads of wealth and it's got big fancy houses. Uh, it's got LA, right? Yeah, Love absolutely. LA. Oh, One I'm of my favourite places I've ever been to. Absolutely class. Uh, it's got good looking people. They're all unbelievable. There's one girl in this. Oh, this might be a spoiler for you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Christine, I don't follow it for the Christine ger- drama. is nine months pregnant. and it Oh looks, my God, Christine's pregnant. And it looks like she just ate a burger. That's the only little bit of a bump she has. And she's wearing like six inch heels. Mm-hmm. She looks unbelievable. Yeah. There's no swollen ankles. There's nothing. Yeah. They're, they're just incredible. They're a different, a different that's breed. That's because they're living off quinoa and fresh fruit. Yeah. Someone just delivers them fresh fruit and, and nuts. Yeah. Do you know, like they don't even have to peel an apple? It's just chopped up for them, ready to go. Because they're always going out to, to dinner in restaurants, but you rarely see them eating the food that they've ordered. Oh, really? And they always sound like, oh, can I get fries with that? You never see them eating the fries. Never. Okay, so they're doing Although that Although I haven't finished the series yet. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode, it's just all of them going, and here's a super cut of all of us eating fries. <laughs> what, is it very dramatic? Is it, what's, because I haven't, I've only no. watched two or three episodes and it hasn't been, it's not very uh, reality trash TV-ish No, no, no It's It wouldn't be kind of like Kardashians-like It's more kind of like Drama reality If that makes sense Yeah Grown women Just being really bitchy Really catty Don't mind that For no reason whatsoever To so each other it's two twin brothers That run the place Yeah Two baldy guys isn't Yeah it? And the Oppenheims Yoppenheims Oppen Oppenheims yeah. oh, oh they are the Oppenheims <laughs> Yeah Okay um, I thought it was Yop and Himes <laughs> I was like So one guy's a yogurt And the other guy's beans <laughs> 
was like, where were they conceived in fucking Tesco? <laughs> we're Yop and Heinz, and we're both bachelors. <laughs> you figure that one out. Um, uh, are they are they are they gay? Are they straight? Are they married? No, are they single? Are I... they players? They're a bit players, all right. Um, okay. uh, wh- I, do you know what? I can't really tell them apart. They are identical twins, and I can't. I can never tell which storyline is belong to which twin. But okay. they tend to date within the workplace quite a bit. Oh, they hire the people. They hire. They date the people they hire. Yeah. And they only hire smoke shows. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think either of them are married. I think they are kind of player ish. Okay. And well, listen, if you run a real wealthy. estate place and you're wealthy and you're living in LA and mm. you have the world at your feet, then yeah, you kind of like you know. You Oppenheim the shit out of it. I'm obsessed with it now, though. I just want to move to LA. I want, I want, I want that life now. Yeah. So just, just co- got to make a couple just of a million. couple more podcasts to go, Ross. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into this? Mm-hmm. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Hollywood actors in Japanese? Oh yes. Ads. Oh yes. I've found something that's a little bit similar. Okay. And closer to home. So, German. I bet she's going to be German. No, ads. no. This no? is Irish, and this oh. is a music video. Uh, from 1980, and yes. it features a very well-known actor. Again, this is a little bit longer. You do need to watch it all, but you need to watch it all to get the whole story arc of this. Now. Okay, when you say a very well-known actor, are you talking about like Gabriel Byrne, or so, or is it international Hollywood actor? Gabriel Byrne's international. Yeah, but he's Irish, like as yes. in he, as in we wouldn't be surprised to see him show up in an Irish thing. Yeah, is it an Irish actor or is it like it's an Irish actor? It's an Irish actor. Yeah. Okay, cool. I wish that I could boogie. This is very strange Already Why have they tried to make Don Garvin look like <laughs> Like Look like it's fucking uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the place Fucking Malibu Is that Gabriel Byrne? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. What the fuck? <laughs> how did you completely poker face when I said, it's not fucking Gabriel I Byrne? Like, how does it? he know? Maybe everyone knows about this. <laughs> I didn't even recognise him in the first shot. I just thought it was thought that was just a guy. And then I was like, Hang on a second. I know that. I thought you were totally okay with the fact that you had guessed. People say he's Hello, Didini. I got some black place in the sun. Is that what he said? I've got some black spots in the sun. Why does he sound like a Healy Ray? Is this a is this a campaign song for the Healy Rays? Hello, baby. I got some black spots in the sun. <laughs> so for some reason, Gabriel Byrne. Is this his song? Um, no, he's just in the music video for it, so he's not in the band. Or so anything. this is this is like um, this is like what's his name? Um, wow, what's his name? Christopher Walken. Yeah, this is this is like Christopher Walken in Fat Boy Slim's video. Like he's he's basically just just like that. <laughs> it's just just like, it. like a Fat Boy Slim video. This was. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so much to unpack here. <laughs> I've got so much to unpack. Is he putting on a French accent? <laughs> yes, for some reason, okay. Gabriel Byrne is French. But he sounds Kerry at the same time. 
he looks like David Hasselhoff in Knight Rider. Yeah. So maybe it's it's 1980, is it? It's 1980. So it's pre Night yeah. Rider even. Yeah. Maybe Knight Rider saw this and Hasselhoff was like, no, that is the coolest motherfucker I've Could ever seen. Could you imagine if Knight Rider was based on this? Gabriel Byrne Amazing. pretending to be French. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I, okay. Like he's not... Okay. So in the recorded version of this song, are you still hearing him going, hello, dear baby? <laughs> Where, where? Yeah, oh yeah, that's part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. So this is by um, a band called Menage à Trois. I don't know if you remember these from the 80s. No. This was what Twink was involved in. I think this was actually the first thing that they did. Was she in it? Was she She's one of the... singing. Oh, she is yeah, singing? Yeah, you'll hear her. You'll, you'll recognise the voice now that okay. I've told you about. She's like, zip up your Mickey. <laughs> zip up my Mickey. <laughs> where, where? Uh, so this was the first um, video from them and they got... Uh, Gabriel Byrne to feature in it. Gabriel Byrne wasn't Gabriel Byrne at this point. I don't think he was even in Bracken at this point. Are you? Are you well, hang on. So he's not actually a celebrity cameo. Uh, no, no. This is just an acting role for him. Are <laughs> yeah. you serious? Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. He's about seventy-two here. He'd be about thirty. He is. That is not. Thir- that's an eight. That's a nineteen eighties thirty. He. Yeah. He was born in. I actually looked this up because I wouldn't believe it either. He was born in nineteen fifty. Fuck off. Yeah. Are you having a laugh? He is seven years younger than me in this video. <laughs> Did you say thirty? Thirty. Yeah. He's seven years younger than me. He looks like my dad. No. <laughs> like your dad is hot. Oh my god. <laughs> that this is bonkers. How a thirty-year-old man looked like that. Yeah. He looks that age now. Ross, this gets so much better. I can hear the twink. Kent, yeah. I can hear the twink. Ned, then I show you. Twink sounds like Ronan Keaton on helium. Completely out of sync there with the old. The <laughs> one's like left arse, right arse. The one's like I. Oh, arse is this? Okay. I think they were just a one take only, and yeah. that's it. Oh, how oh, I wish that just could go good. What's going on? It's not even audible. He's like, I, I just thought he said, "Oh, <laughs> me mustache fell in a bucket." <laughs> no, he says he wish he could boogie. That's what he says. Oh, I wish I could boogie. I thought he said, oh, I wish my moustache was in a bucket. <laughs> what a nose. What a nose. Huh? <laughs> Fucking hell. You could never drink out of a champagne. If you had a nose that like that, that's definitely not a champagne flute nose. <laughs> Like that's a, I'll have my I'll have that's why that's why his mustache in a bucket is the only thing he can drink out of. <laughs> that's a strong Roman nose, isn't it? It is actually. Look at him. See, he can only get it up so far. <laughs> it's like as soon as he lifted the thing, it was like a big dent in his nose. Such a long sip as well from him, isn't it? It takes forever. It's because he's fighting against the nose. He's like, yeah. Oh, he's necking it like, isn't he? Red strip. I'm lonely all the time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Girls, what are you doing? You're on your day off. 
I'm meant to be lonely all the time. I'm not meant to have backup dancers who are in front of me. You're, by the way, you're front up dancers. By the way, they looked like they showed up and they were like, are we doing hair and makeup? And they're going, we're actually doing hair and makeup after the shot. <laughs> Do you know who these two girls are, actually? One of them... Very attractive. Um, they're very attractive. They're, they're both from New York. One of them is called May Pang. Yeah. And she dated John Lennon for about 18 months. John Lennon? Yeah. Seemingly, Yoko Ono set them up. Yoko Ono set them up. I think uh, Yoko Before and John... Before they were together. I think they might have had a little bit of a, a, a time out. Okay. And then Yoko said, do you know who sound, though, is this girl, May Pang. And right. that's her. That's her there on um, in 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 this music video along with Pandora Moore, who's what a was, name! I know, yeah, Pandora Moore. Yeah, she was a model in New York back in the day. These two were huge. Like, hang on a second. Are they not Menage a Trois with Twink? No, no, they're not. All right, because they're if that was the Menage a Trois, like Twink, you could actually go home. To be honest with you, they're also not in the band. <laughs> I'd prefer the Menage. That's Menage a Trois, cat, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so, oh, so they're not in the band. No. So. Menage a Trois must have been an awful fucking state of things, were they? Because they hired, they got people in from New York, they got an unknown Gabriel Byrne doing a carry fucking, carry, carry by way of Bordeaux. So none of them show up in the video at all? No. Wow. No. They were like the gorillas before the gorillas. I wouldn't have the same canvas on those chair. So I let I let them off with themselves. I love the way like none of the descriptions of who the guy is is Gabriel Byrne. <laughs> a million dollar tan. The guy hasn't taken his fucking shoulders out yet. You can see him on the beaches of Saint Tropez. He was down by the canal in fucking Dublin. And it was pissing. <laughs> With a big overcoat with a fag. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, that's me, yeah. Fucking Mr. Fucking Continental. <laughs> People say he's got the lot. Country home and private yacht. He's the star of the jet set in Cannes. He's not going to boogie, is he? He's going to boogie! <laughs> By the way, for someone who's lost the blues, he looks exactly like he did when he was in the depths of fucking depression. Everyone wants to be. Oh, he fucking he, he banged him. Fair play to mm-hmm. you, Gabriel. Fair play to you. And why is he? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Do you know what it is? He's fucking. He's showing off his uh, his million dollar tan. He's like, it's all on the back, lads. I only lie on my stomach when I'm at Saint Tropez. It's all on the back. If you're into soles of feet, I mean, this is the fucking video for you, isn't it? Big yellow heels on him. If you saw that fella in a in a nightclub in Listole, you'd go. Call capital call the guards, I'd say. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Big smarmy. The way he's, he's just standing in the middle of two women that are dancing with each other, and he just came in and goes, "It's right after losing the blues, huh?" I used to be very lonely you know, after losing the blues. They'd be like, the fucking blues are on the way to fucking pick you up and take you to a cell for the night. He's also wearing something that's not quite... A cravat? <laughs> <laughs> he's 
not quite a, a scarf. It's not quite jewellery. It's like... It's very odd. I don't know what it's it is. It's very odd. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's like they had this left over in the prop box <laughs> and they went, right, lads, we're either going to give him a headband or something around the <laughs> neck. And they went, we can't give him a headband. Rambo's too popular. He is the he is the creepiest looking faces. I'd say he was told he was coming to do a short film, and then they started doing this. He was like, "I'm on a fucking I'm in a music video. I'm in a fucking music video about a fella who looks nothing like me." What's going on? Is the worst. Like, he, he can't nail down an accent. It's going all over the place. It's going international. It's going, like, East Asian. It's going, it's going French, kind of. It's Kerry. Like, it's all over the place. And he sounds very posh as well. He sounds like, sounds like Dermot Gavin. A little bit, actually, yeah. Uh, before I couldn't boogie, it would be very lonely. But now, now I can boogie and I'm having menage a trois. They're mad for their little solar flare in the middle of the screen, aren't they? Like, we've got one effect, lads. Let's make it work. I love the whole world. Uh, the whole world loves me because the world is a boogie place, you know? It's a boogie place. Uh, Two girls are trying to sleep like your man's having fucking soliloquies there to himself. So... Break wow. this down for me. What was the turning point? So it kind of started... Well, when the English gave everything. us back our independence or when we took it from them, we kind of went, we're going to have to start making stuff ourselves now, lads. But right, I'm, I'm trying to work this out. So he had everything. He had money. He had a million dollar time. But was never anywhere where he had those things. He was like, he's got a yacht in Saint-Tropez, but for some reason, he's down by fucking St. William Street in Dublin. And so he... he was really sad that he couldn't boogie. Because he was lonely. He was lonely. He was, well, he was broken hearted. And then what happened? Then he lost his broken heartedness <laughs> because he what, saw what? two old dolls dancing in a pub. <laughs> By the way, the only two people dancing in the pub. Yeah, and he saw them dancing and he went, do you know what? I'm after losing my loneliness. <laughs> and before you could even fucking, before you could even take his nose out of that champagne flute, wasn't he up in between the two of them? <laughs> no chatting. He didn't even buy him a drink. He just stood in between them, did a couple of dips. <laughs> A leery sneer, and the next thing you know, I tell you what, he's waking up the next morning. His boogie was powerful. (laughs) Let me tell you about one of my favourite places in the world. I've played comedy clubs and theatres and pubs and live music venues all over the world. Uh, America, UK, Spain, Germany, Ireland, the whole shebang. One of my favourite places of all time is Sea Church in Ballycotton. Uh, Sea Church is East Cork's newest restaurant and live music venue. It is a modern and beautiful building uh, integrated perfectly with one of the most iconic live venues in a beautiful church uh, and it's just it, being in there you're going oh this is a very special space it's, it's class and it's, it gives so much gravitas and so much mood and atmosphere to every gig uh, playing host to some of the best music artists Christmas parties mulled wine receptions overlooking the ocean tableside entertainment to DJ it's also the ultimate venue for other parties as well for unforgettable weddings birthdays anything you want to put on there it's absolutely great Staff are absolute legends inside there. Everybody just kind of looks like they, they kind of want to be there and that no one's paying them, which is kind of what you want. Uh, and uh, fabulous seafood, uh, burgers, wings, pizzas galore, washed down with Ireland's greatest musicians, comedians, not like myself, and playwrights as well. Find them on social media at Sea Church Bally Cotton, uh, or you can find them uh, for more information on booking. Visit seachurch.ie. 
um, and you can get all your stuff there. Uh, that's cchurch.ie. Do you watch the soaps, Ross? Uh, I used to. I used to watch uh, Emmerdale. Okay. Coronation Street. Andy Senders. When did you stop watching them? When I realised that it was actually a full-time job to keep watching all of them. When was that? I stopped watching. If I tell... Do you watch soaps? No. Okay. But this was a, a suggestion from a listener, so... I stopped watching soaps. I'll tell you when it was. It was... Oh... See, it's very hard to even tell with the storylines because you're going... That storyline happened nine times because they all just repeat the same storylines. Yeah. It was around the time... I can't remember... Emmerdale. It was around the time in Emmerdale when when your man who owns the shop, David, by the way, sexy Oh, fucker. he's so handsome. Sexy fucker. Oh, I know he the is, one, yeah. He and he's married to somebody else in it. Yes, he's married to Ch- Charlie Brooks. Not Charlie Brooks, who plays uh, one of the Dingles. Um, yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> Gorgeous hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah long, straight, brown hair. Um, or blonde. Uh, yes, they, they're married. Yeah. But then in the show, he was married to somebody else. And he wouldn't propose to her, I think, or he was engaged to her, but he'd never, he'd never, he never followed through with her or something. Okay. It was around then in the shop and around that. Oh, and there was a woman who was obsessed with him, and then his kid didn't like her because she was trying to weasel her way in. That was the last time I saw Emmerdale. I would say five years ago. Okay. Okay. So there's a chance that you may or may not have seen this. You know the way often soaps do a culling. Of characters. Christmas time. With one huge fucking, event. Yeah. yeah tram, usually tram crash, fucking they plane blow, crash. They blow up the local pub. Yeah. The, the local axe murderer does a bit of a job or something, you know. I think I can guess <clears> what this is. Go on. I think it's Emmerdale. Yeah. And I think it's Val and somebody else locked in something when there's a massive fire. I think they got rid of loads of you. I think there was a plane crash. No, plane crash was years ago in Emmerdale. There was, some there was a plane crash in Emmerdale. That's when, it, that's when it went from Emmerdale Farm to just Emmerdale. Was <laughs> the plane it, blew the farm <laughs> out of it, was it? <laughs> the farm knocked it off the edge of the logo. Um, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think something very funny happens with Val and another character. Val's got hmm. short blonde hair. She kind of looks like a bit of a Mrs. Bouquet. Uh, it's between her and another character locked somewhere while something very dramatic is happening they're locked somewhere and I can't remember what's happening but I know it's something very funny because it caught me off guard okay no you're wrong oh shit this one is suggested by Colm Heenahan he's from Mayo thank you Colm for suggesting this this is from Emmerdale in 2016 and uh, it's got a bit of everything it's got drama it's got suspense it's got explosions take a look I think this is the same t- it's 2016 it's five years ago the truth that's all I want please I, um, I saw this. Did you? Oh. Yeah. By the way, for soap fans out there, he was in Coronation Street previous to this, and he is the guy that Tracy Baldwin, Tracy Barlow, murdered by hitting him over the head with a lamp lamp stand or something. Go on. Because he was with your one from the pub and was very abusive towards her and psychologically abusive, and then he was with Tracy, and then Tracy hit him over the head because he, he went for her or something. So, brilliant actor. Does he push her? Old Ashley. I love Ashley. Love Ashley. By the way, the epi- the, 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 the storyline where he got um, Alzheimer's Oh yeah. is oh. one of the best shot and presented representations of like a mental illness or a 
deteriorating mental faculty whatever because mm. all the characters they got them all to dress as each other so he'd be talking to someone thinking it's someone and he's wearing someone else's clothes and you, so you were watching it going hang on who's he talking to and then they all the swapped costumes again and everything it was brilliantly oh. shot love actually Jesus Christ she pushed him and then went ah yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I knew it was coming. I saw it five years ago. I knew he was falling off the bridge onto Ashley's car and still I went, ah, you fucking bollocks. Lord, you fucker. Something else now, isn't there? No attempt to stop there at all by the pickup truck. Oh, because it's fog, isn't it? Oh, Paddy! <laughs> Is he still in it? I don't know. Is he dead? I don't know. Did Paddy die? No. 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 Paddy and Marlon were a great Paddy, comedy duo. Pa- I always said, I always said, Paddy and Marlon should have their own spin-off sitcom. Yeah, It would have been amazing. That would have been very good. Because they're so good. Drive, that's why it's called. Jesus motherfucker Fucking hell I forgot about all this I love the way all the main cast members get inside the car shot and then everybody else like they're only extras (laughs) but douche 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 Right, I'm talking about this. You want I'm a celebrity? This so I can ask you to marry me. Hurry! Stop the car! Stop the car! They survived that. <laughs> did they? they did, well, Shut up, did Ar- they? Aaron just won I'm a celebrity. They survived so he that. He survived this. What about the other guy? Uh, I think he Everything yes, he, I think he did. They both yeah, they both did because the storyline continued afterward. Maybe he died. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Aaron survived. <laughs> Jesus, they really went all out. There's no they? end it's just to the like, car crashes. I'm expecting a horse to just come and <laughs> kick her. <laughs> I don't think you'd be a soap fan now, Ross. I, it was it was completely habitual watching. Right. And after a certain amount of time, I went. I'm only watching this out of complete habit. Yeah. Like, I have been indoctrinated and programmed from my childhood to just watch the soaps when they're on. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law is like, and like he's he's like, he's big, massive dude, tattoos. I mean, he's like, everybody shut up! Call the extra street stuff! just on. I still think they still watch it. I I kind of I I kind of made the decision. I went okay. I can either spend four hours a night watching this, or two hours if there's four episodes or something, which you easily could do. I'm like, you could watch like an Oscar nominated movie in that time, or watch two episodes of something fantastic like Breaking Bad or mm. Game of Thrones. I love watching soaps because I'm I don't watch them at all. I watch Ross Maroon on TG Carrot. That's the only soap I watch. Do not give me that what? face. You haven't watched it clearly. You've clearly not. Do you speak fluent Irish? No, I read subtitles. But I speak a small bit of Irish. Hang on a second now. You're watching Ross Naroon, which is a 
Think of think of the choice of actors you have in Hollywood. <laughs> then narrow that down and go to British television. Yeah. And then narrow that down to soaps. And then narrow that down to Irish soaps. Yeah. And then narrow that down to Irish soaps where all of the actors have to be able to speak Irish fluently. Yeah. There isn't even auditions. It's just, can anyone speak Irish? I actually think it's all the locals from Spittle that are just on it. Yeah. But they're bloody brilliant. They are bloody... How do you know? Because you can tell. How can you tell? You're reading a fucking book while they're up ah, there. You fucking... can tell. You can tell. They're way Ross be- Naroon. Ross Naroon. You give it a shot, okay? You haven't seen it. Look, you can't judge it. But they're all on the That's the that's the only soap I watch. Ross Maroon. Yeah, How I many do. episodes a week is there? Two. Two. Tuesdays and Thursdays, Omnibus on a Sunday. Tuesdays and Thursdays, because I mean the rest, you know, obviously all of the actors have to, you know, get the day off in Centra or, I think or they Star actually, or something. I think they record the whole thing during the summer and then split So do they have any Christmas episode? Or are they like Christmas oh episode? They're all bound. They're all bound out. Oh, 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 no look at this. Oh, Kakurbach. But one thing that I love, like over Christmas, is the soaps that I don't watch at all is watching them one episode and it's totally out of context and you're just going, what the hell? Because I tuned into Coronation Street on yeah. Christmas Day, maybe. Okay. Two people were after falling down a manhole and fell into a sewer. Standard, quiet episode. Another girl who looked like she was in her early 20s grabbed a rope mm-hmm. and jumped into the sewer after them Fair play to while MacGyver. everyone else everyone else on the cobbles just looked down a hole <laughs> what is going on there are you going to go down after her Ken no no my contract's been renewed <laughs> <laughs> she's gone off to star in the bill so let her fucking let her fail <laughs> um, I have something totally different for you now this one is all about world records okay so I love a world record this man's name is Mick Meany He's from Mitchellstown and this, what I'm about to show you, is a news report whereby Mick is feeling a little bit hard done by. Okay. Um, So I want you to watch a couple of seconds into this clip and firstly try to figure out from the way he's talking Mm -hmm. um, what record he broke. Now this is back in, I think it's the late 1960s. Wow, okay, all right. Mick, who do you blame for not being in the Guinness Book of Records? Well, uh, I don't know who to blame. But there's one thing... uh, the Guinness Book of Records has not been fair to me. Well, uh, well, uh, well maybe, maybe it could be hard to blame them. And we've just lost <laughs> all of our international <laughs> listeners. But the Ross Naroon fans will get every single word. <laughs> okay, so the guys just asked him, uh, do you feel like hard done by, by, do you think that the Guinness Book of Records are being fair? And he said, the Guinness Book of Records aren't being fair to me. He said, I deserve to be in them. I th- yeah. I th- I think you got the gist yeah. of it, yeah. Because I didn't write them. He didn't write to them. But anyway, the Guinness Book of Records could have clearly have seen at the time. So the Guinness Book of Records could have clearly seen at the time. I'm doing this for both the other listeners and myself as confirmation. 61 days was hammered out. 61 days a hanabout. Were hammered out. 61 days. <laughs> even I'm having Jesus, struggling. you need subtitles for this. 61 days were hammered out. From the 21st day of February 1968 to the 22nd day 1968 under worldwide television, under worldwide radio, what papers are the pilot papers are the, uh, the height of a man? There was, a, it was on worldwide television. It was on worldwide radio, and there was a pile of papers the height of a man <laughs> reporting on this particular. Or oh, newspapers. Yes. I, I thought it was like like things they'd filled out to go. Yes, we did this thing and we did that thing as well. well I think maybe I assumed it was. No, you're right. You're right. Report. A pile of papers. Yeah, and a pile of papers the size of a man. I love okay, that. Okay, so what are you, what are you thinking? So he says sixty one days. Sixty one days. <laughs> hammered out. Hammered out. Well, he's, he's definitely a farmer anyway. He's rural. He looks like a farmer. It looks like there's actually a farm yard behind him. You can see by his hands as well. He's been working that day. 
I would say that it's something agricultural. I would say that it's something to do with ooh, shearing a fuck, fuckload of sheep or no, because it's... it's he's a got, fuckload he's, of sheep as well. Not just <laughs> shearing sheep. Well, no, hang on a second now. You don't shear a couple of sheep when you're hammering it out for 61 days. That's a fuckload of sheep you're shearing. Um... Uh, he's got a he's got a he's got a he's got a heavy coat on, so I'd say it's either spring or autumn. So it's not summer. So when does the silage happen? That happens in the summer. So I think. So I would say, I would say he's after ploughing, or he's after. <laughs> I'm way off. You're laughing already, so I'm way off. He, a sixty-one day. <laughs> What can you do after 61 days? You're He's, never going to get there. I'm never going to get this. Am I right? This. Is it agricultural? No. It's not. Is it physical? It, yeah, it's quite... It, well, physical endurance. Did he do it in his own? Yes. Yeah. Fucking 61 days we hammered out. Did he stand on a bucket? One singular bucket for 60 days, 61 no. days. Oh, I'm completely, I'm completely flummoxed now. Watch on. Over London on Sunday. Stayed in a coffin? Are you fucking <laughs> mental? Are you serious? He stayed in a in what? Yeah. They called they called there 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 nearly a hundred thousand people there. Nearly a hundred thousand <laughs> people came to watch this fella lying in a box yeah. with a little hole cut out. Yeah. So they could just see him going. And still alive. He did this in London. I think it was nineteen sixty eight. He said, yeah. Yeah. Sixty one days. He hammered it out. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the seventies and eighties, this was a really big thing. Okay. Well, I th- I I thought he just did it in the field, where in, in the farm. <laughs> I thought like they just covered a box, and then everyone just spent about their days. And he was like, "How many days are we at? <laughs> Hello, Mary." <laughs> So he did this like in a place, like a David Blaine kind of thing. Yeah. And people like were, came up. So it was official, kind of like it was an event almost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. now I get it. There was a, a massive code that in London. Jesus. When they won the title. And they should have known, of course, that it was you. What's the second hole for? <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's two air, <laughs> air vents. There's two air vents and they communicate. They stick two pipes through one pipe through each hole. Yeah. And they pass down food and drink and whatever else to him. Okay. That, yeah, that's the face hole. Yeah. But what the fuck is happening down by the fucking down by the McMeany? <laughs> Leave that up to your imagination. Is that for going to the toilet? No, I think I I still can't work out. That's like shin or kneecap le- le- height. He is asked about the plumbing situation in mm-hmm. the coffin and for the life of me I don't know what he says. Oh, I've no idea what I'll, he says. I'll translate for you. <laughs> they went all over television all over America, all over Australia, Germany. And I said in Germany, they hailed me as the greatest underground man of all times. They hailed him as the greatest? Underground man. Underground man of all times. That's I what mean, they're known as, these men that bury themselves. Man. Yeah, underground was, men. Was he underground or was he just in a box? Six feet. Ah, fuck off. With full earth thrown on top of oh, him. Oh, I thought he was just He's in a... fully buried. Oh, I thought he was just in a box on the ground and everyone was just going, how are you making it? No, no. He was buried alive. Oh, Jesus. This was huge. In the 70s and 80s, I don't know why, for some unknown reason in Ireland, there was this trend of men burying themselves. Ah, we're mad to be buried in Ireland. We're going, fuck, I can't wait till I'm dead, lads. Come on, do it now. Some of them did it for charity. Some did it Some did it for the fame, like Mick here. Like, I've, I've heard my parents often talking about the Mountain Dew Festival, which was one of the first festivals in Ireland in McCroom. Yeah. And a guy, this man's rival, I think Ooh. he's Tim Hayes. I could have that name wrong. He came down and buried himself alive for, I don't know, was it the course of the festival? Mike Murphy from RTE came yeah. down buried himself alive 
one of the nights during what? this festival. And they all came out to watch it and to hear him communicate through these pipes that were... This is bonkers. Mental. Mental. So six feet under, they throw all the earth onto you. They have like, you know, your, your medical people on standby for the whole time and they're making sure you're okay and stuff. One thing my dad did say is that when they take the man out... <laughs> Yeah. The stink that oh, comes I can out imagine. of it. 61 days. Everyone just runs because it's septic. Fuck septic. So this was a big trend. I'm, I'm fascinated by the plumbing thing. Yeah. That wasn't public hotel. Well, you, you were down for 61 days and all. 61 days, yeah. What do you remember of those 61 days? What was the highlight of, of that time? Well, the, the, the fucking rational room. <laughs> the highlight was of beating the Americans. The Americans were red hot players at the time. And I would have to complete outside there. It doesn't look comfortable. No, not like at all. Like even the little pillow things he has look like his neck is craned up. Like yeah. 61 days lying down like that, you'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. You'd, be, you'd, you'd be getting all sorts of fucking cramps and, and fucking sores. you start getting delusions and You would, yeah. Well, it, wouldn't you? it made me fight whatever he gave him. How did you manage for plumbing and things like that down there? Right? How did you manage for plumbing? How do you manage for plumbing? I can't even understand the fucking interviewer. Never mind him. <laughs> I did plumbing. How did you toilet down there? Oh, I did a tap down underneath. I did a tap down underneath. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. It sounded like a top drawer underneath. No, I, I don't know what ta- he was saying. I did a tap down underneath. I did, I did only a small coffin. It's only a small curtain. Coffin. Coffin. Because I did it a big hole of lip behind the Westcock made a coffin. I have a big willy. Most, 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 Cork, most West Cork men would have one. Is that what he said? Somebody made the coffin in West Cork for him. Oh, yeah, well, uh, see, I, I'm a man of 13 stone. 13 and a half stone. 13 and a half stone. Uh, and f- f- over 5 foot 8 tall. 5 foot 8 tall. And, uh, and clearly, if that man down on Cork's him here, they're disputing. And nothing. Uh, <laughs> over 5 and a half stone, a heavier man. But of course, Tim Hayes says it wasn't a coffin you were in. He says it was a bungalow. It's a, it's a natural uh, uh, coffin. <laughs> Small coffin. Small coffin. From my mid to my size, the holy of lip to fair and square. This is going all around the world. And they haven't had the foresight to go, let's put some words under him. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm from where, a half an hour drive away from Mitchellstown and I don't know what the fuck he said for the last 40 seconds. Maybe we can just say that he's on the Tipperary side of Mitchellstown yeah, rather than the Cork side, will we? Yeah, the yeah. Tipperary side. He may have used all the criticism. At the time, Criticism. to save his, uh, to save his backside from the from the fine band. Backside fine He was ducking. <laughs> you find an every excuse to duck with many. So he's I talking about his dirt, rival to dirt me me. He's talking about his rival Tim Hayes. So Tim is the guy that I was talking the about. Second best on. underground man. Yeah, he was known. I think the record he set was a hundred hours. 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 How long's this guy? Sixty-one days. Jesus Christ! So because he didn't get into the the Guinness Book of Records, Tim still held the record. Oh. So and and they call each other out. It's kind of like Conor McGregor going no. into a fight and stuff. So they the underground. I'll put men, you six feet under. Actually, I yeah. won't. <laughs> <laughs> so they do. They take these videos and they call each other out. So Tim Hayes from Cove. You're not a patch on me in my 61 days no in way. Kilburn in London and stuff. It's brilliant. It's so funny. This is the strangest <laughs> thing. Head on direct at any time. James Stone had to get him out there in the square of it. And then tell him, I'll prove to him who's champ. Are you making another challenge to him again? I'm trying to a public defence team side by side, man to man. <gasps> and if he wanted, it can be totally put down because McMinnie is that one bit of freedom. That- so he's saying, let's put two coffins side by side. He can put him 30 feet down if he wants to. Mm-hmm. I'll stay down there longer than him. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is this is proper call out. Not night I may one bit of fight of the Americans. 
how fast the very bottom. Because I've got an, uh, and pluck unlimited when it comes from the ground. No. And I'll fight till death before I'll surrender to him. If anyone can translate that. He did say he'll fight till death. Well, if he's to might, take might anyone well, on. He might as well just stay down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to exhume him just to bury him again, like. It's intense competitiveness for something so unusual, isn't it? It's 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 very very like specific and it's very like like the bravado of it sounds like they're going to be digging the head off each other. Yeah. But really they're just going to be digging the ground up and lying <laughs> down, going for a nap. But you know what? I've watched a couple of videos of other people that have done this and they all find it so relaxing. This guy, when he was taken out after 61 days, he was like, put me back down, I'll do another 60 days. He was absolutely delighted really? being down there. I'd say you must go into some kind of like meditative state or something that your mind just must I go to a different know. place. David Blaine was losing his mind after like 30 days in a box. Yeah. This guy, all pro- these... We should get David Blaine to do this. Yeah. Why well, not? This would be the best one. Like, come and do the Irish one, which is where we actually <laughs> bury you. And talk down a wagon pipe to you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, this guy, uh, Mick, had loads of celebrities come and shout down the wagon pipe to him. <laughs> like, heavyweight champions of the world were coming. Come on. Honest to God, he had loads... This was massive. He's not joking when he's saying there was thousands of people that came to watch him be buried <laughs> Oh, uh, Mick, this is uh, Elvis <laughs> Presley here. I was like, you're talking on the wrong pipe. You're talking to me, Mickey. <laughs> I'm up the other end. <laughs> would you do it? Not a chance. I would die before I'd even get into the coffin. I, I'm not good with endurance. <laughs> I'm not good with mental endurance. Like, I, That's why I don't run. I can't run. If anyone ever says to me, go running, it's the best thing for your mind. Yeah, I'm like that too. I'm like, I'm because if I'm going, oh, I'll do 5K or whatever, I'm like two and a half K in or 2K and I'm going, I haven't even got to halfway yet. Mm. And then I start going, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't fucking do this. This is fucking too hard, whatever. And I just psych myself out. So I have to do something that's fun and distracting and short. That keeps your mind occupied. Yeah, like, yeah. like um, what you call it? What's that thing where they, where they fucking, um, the workout thing where they all fucking throw balls and they jump up on boxes and all that kind of stuff. Okay. CrossFit. Something like CrossFit. That are, are strength and conditioning kind of stuff where they're with the ropes and then two minutes later over there doing something else and then you've Lego, whatever. Those kind of things, perfect. But like anything that's long, marathon-wise, mm-hmm. I could never do a marathon. Yeah. I met an ultra-marathon runner once and I asked him, because like that, I'm terrible. I, I need to be distracted if I'm running or anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, what, do you, what are you thinking about? Because he was doing 48-hour yeah. runs non-stop. And I'm saying, what's going through your head? And he says the majority of the runs, the ultramarathons that he's done, he does not remember. He wow, just he goes, just zones He doesn't out. even warm up, he said. He just goes straight into like running and into this weird headspace. <sighs> no thanks. So obviously some people have the ability to do that. I definitely don't. The only, thing, the only way I can do it is if I get someone to abuse me while I'm doing it. I, 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 I respond really well to uh, abuse. You should get the running app. I had a running app before. And you could pick the the person that gave you words of encouragement. Yeah. But you could pick a, a, an army sergeant. An cunt, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's and what he'd I want. be like, you run like a fucking girl. Oh, that's what I love. And I used to get so annoyed at him. So I'm just like, fuck you. Even though I knew it was totally pre-recorded and he had no idea. Yeah, whenever, I do, per- whenever I do personal training, I'm like, I want you to mock me. I want you to call me fat. And they're like, we don't, that's not our kind of like our... Or motto and everything. Fuck your motto. Yeah. I was like, I need someone to be like, that's pathetic. Come on, you can fucking, come on, that's fucking, you're fucking useless, whatever. I was like, I don't want this kind of thing. Like, no, no, you're, you're making slight progressions. I'm like, I want you to be like, look at you, you fucking, you fucking multi-chinned cunt, you. So, <laughs> if we bury you alive. Elvis here, I know I'm talking to you, Mickey. Fuck you, it's tiny, I can't even see us. <laughs> no, you shouldn't even have wavin pipe. You're showing you a fucking three-quarter inch. <laughs>
Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Ireland in the 70s and 80s amazing. was a very, very amazing. different place. Wild West. Wild. All right, that's another episode in the bag. Uh, is that a bag? Is it a bank? What do we have? Or the in, can. In the box. In the in the coffin. In the coffin. That's another episode. More of it, but okay. That's another episode in the coffin. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you can check us out all our social medias at Unforeseen Pod. You can check us out at unforeseenpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us any suggestions or any comments or if you want to get in touch about anything. If you can translate that man from Mitchellstown, we'd be only delighted. If anybody wants to talk about Ross and Rune with me, that's more than welcome as well. Yeah, that's, that's you haven't one. seen it, stop it. Do you want to go out your personal? I don't, I don't want to be cluttering up our oh, inbox. Wait, <laughs> Uh, you can uh, check us out on our or the vi- full videos of the podcast as well uh, on YouTube or you can check us out wherever you get your podcast if you're already listening to this you know this already uh, please do give us a five star rating and a nice lovely little review you can also give ratings now on Spotify yeah. which also help us to find new listeners and uh, and that's about it I think um, anything else you want to add? You've got a special out Oh I do yeah, uh, Amazon. Well, it's out loads of different places, but it's on Amazon Prime now to stream. So you can stream it for free if you've got your Amazon Prime. It's called Ross Brown. Jano, what I mean. Oh, also one more thing. Yes. Um, you got a new iPhone. I got a I'm new iPhone. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it. Do you know what? It. I haven't been talking about it that no, much. No, no. He's only mentioned it at least 40 times before we started the podcast. Do you know what though? It's, it's such a long title because it's the iPhone 13 Pro Max. Yeah. So I just didn't want to be... You know what I mean? Cutting into all of yeah. our fun time by just telling you the yeah. specs. I mean, I haven't even—I don't even know what it's. You know, it's not forty megapixel camera. I don't even know. Uh, you know much about it. Yeah, I, like a phone. A phone's a phone. Yeah, you've barely taken it out of the box, to be honest. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you'll see the difference between this camera <laughs> and that grainy Nokia thirty-two oh, ten thing. No, that's not the camera. That was no, your no, face. No, no, that's just my face. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you get to see all my flaws in 4K. Yay! Uh, thanks much for listening, everybody. Uh, that's it for another week. I will see you again next week. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Come Hockey's on. up. Bop button one. Yeah! If you want to contact me, I can send you some photographs of my iPhone in the mirror. I thought you were going to say something different. I was like, what? That's also Pro Max. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 